that. So I figured that if anything, I can go back in and, and edit most of this. But first of all, starting off with gratitude as always, a couple things to be grateful for is, is the fact that I'm healthy. I, I get I get to, to breathe. I have the ability of communicating. I, I'm healthy. And I've noticed that there's a there's a peace of mind that happens when when I head out west, whether it be a self belief, a story that I've created within, or is it reality? Time would tell. I don't necessarily have a an agenda if you will, anything specific in mind, but my mind. And one thing that I found is the more that I document, the more that I, the more data that I have to go back on, the more data I have to analyze my own mind, to see how much I've improved, to see if there's areas that I can get clarity in. One thing I've noticed is if if we don't take the time to analyze our own thoughts, nobody else will. And if they do, the thoughts that that they they portray on us is basically their own thoughts, right? So so it's my own duty to to analyze where is it that I'm at mentally, just keep growing and developing I remember listening to an audio that was speaking on the value of, of creating the value of, of writing and this is this is done often is the value in in writing out the goals and and journaling and not so much journaling about what has happened in the past but more so journaling things that I project in the future. So why not take it to the next level and begin to to speak on on my future projections? One of them being the fact that I'm in my son's life. Regardless of, of outside circumstances, regardless of forces doing all they can to to try to dictate the relationship I built with my son, it's my duty to to make sure that I create a new story within myself. So I personally see myself having the ability to to take my boy out to any ball game that he chooses if it's sports that he's into. If he decides on I'm going the musician route making sure that I have the resources available for him to to dive in 100% in whatever it is that he's passionate about and support him along the way. As a young father, I was extremely naive thinking that money wasn't important and if I knew that internally, I wouldn't admit it externally. I would create this story thinking that I'd have to 
just believe in faith and just fall on faith. And, and this was where I fucked up is where when I when I continually believe in faith, I felt as if I had no other responsibility. I, I felt as if faith is all I needed and I didn't take the actions necessary, which brings me back to sitting down across the table with a mentor of mine and he would he would ask me questions and I and I'd ask him questions. I I was curious about the the scripture that was written saying that with all things faith all things are possible with faith or all things are possible by faith. So I would analyze that and versus and me being the young individual that I was, I I get in the habit of choosing what I wanted from that. So from a very immature perspective, all things are possible through faith. And when you define faith, it, it tend, at least my definition of faith was a belief. All you have to do is believe. But there's a, a very important pillar that's missing when it comes to faith. We can go back to biblical scriptures, and that's what my mentor did. He actually said, yeah, all things are possible through faith, but faith without works is dead. And my over-analytical mind would begin to ask, okay, well, how do we define faith? And how do we define works? Because from based off the educational system that we've been brought up in, works could mean multiple things. If you asked me 10 years ago or even five years ago, I would say works would be getting a job and being persistent in that job, physical labor. But what I've come to realize with time is works has more to do with, with the time and effort that you put to, to educate and grow within, that in itself could be defined as works. But again, everything is perspective and most people are, are conditioned to believe that they don't have to put in any type of work and if they put in work, they're conditioned to believe that they just have to continually grind, grind, grind. They call it sweat equity. You know, whatever job it is that you're involved in, you feel that as as you put more hours in, that's considered works. But, again, everything's perspective. I don't necessarily see works being physical. Am I wrong? Can I be wrong? Absolutely. But one of my, one of the lessons that I've learned for myself is, is giving myself all points of view so that I have the opportunity to choose which one's most effective and let go of what isn't. I have seen a common denominator in individuals that are successful, at least in my eye, and they grind. They, they, they put a lot of work into, into their passion. They sleep less because they're so passionate about sharing what is it that, that they've learned, their experiences, and what they know could help the next guy. Which brings me to A pressing question that I've had within is in
in which areas am I most effective and in which areas much must I remain focused in, right? Because they say what we focus on expands, right? What we focus on expands. So that means that if I continually take on new projects, what's going to happen is I'll begin to spread myself thin and that's something that I don't want to do is spread myself thin. But then again, at a young age, why not do as much as I can with all the energy that I have? It's one of those, I, I even call it double-minded, is not being clear, not having clarity on, on the end result. So I have to ask myself quality questions in order to to get the quality answers that that I know are within. You know, blocking out all the noise, pretty much anything that's marketed toward me, block it out. If anything, invest less time into social media platforms to eliminate distractions and focus more on, on what I have within, what I have to give. And by doing that, I feel that at I can prune out the things that, that aren't effective, as I mentioned earlier. How much control do we have and separating the two, right? Letting go of the things that we don't have control over, but honing the things that I do have control over. Something that I heard a wise man say long ago was we can only control two things. Those two things being the actions that we take and the attitude we have. So with that being said, if I can only control the attitude that I have and the actions that I take, What's my attitude? What's my attitude in the actions that I do take? Another quality question is, are the actions that I'm taking actually conducive to growth? And what is growth? How do I define growth? Is growth a personal thing or is it more of a universal thing? Am I able to effectively help humanity without fully focusing on myself or should I just eliminate humanity as in as in not being focused on them and 100% focus on self? I ask this because I do, I've heard, I can't say I fully believe, but I've heard the saying that you can't help nobody else until you help yourself. But then on the other side, I've heard to, it's a Zig Ziglar saying, he said, if you help enough people get what they want, by default, you'll get what you want. 
So in a way, and if I maybe if I overthink it, if I analyze those those two, I can find a solution. But from my perspective now, that's in a way contradicting. And that's something that I ask in advance. I ask the universe for clarity to know which of the two should I focus on. And if there's benefit in the two, how could I merge them together to be the most effective from this day on?